All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is the new Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. My name is Johnny Womack, and I have Mr. Deuce here with you. Deuce good here. to see you, buddy. And uh, this is something uh, you know we want, kind of wanting to do for a while, and it's a little different, and uh, we're kind of excited. We're going to talk about all kinds of stuff. It should be fun, man. The, between the two of us, we have a lot to talk about. We do. We do. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. First of all, uh, we don't know when you'll be listening to this, but uh, if you're listening to this, the date is um, yesterday. We'll, we'll go with that, which is the Battleground. WWE Battleground pay-per-view was yesterday. It was in Tampa. In Tampa, Florida. And uh, or if you guys don't know, we're in Florida, so that's uh, too far from us. No, no, not at all. Not from where we're at. Yeah. And... Uh, you got to see it when it was playing. Kyle. Yeah, we got to watch it live at the house. We did it on the WWE Network, which I'm really, really a fan of, really enjoying. Um, and I will say this. Last night was the first time we had any issues with our feed. Uh, it kind of – it didn't go out per se, but it, like, digitized a couple of times oh, on okay. us. But, like I said, it was the first time that had ever happened. And uh, usually we get such a clean feed from them. But it was it was a it was a good show. I don't know if I'd say it was a good show from top to bottom, but there were definitely some good matches. And the ones that were my matches of the night were not the ones I had picked as my match of the night going in for oh, sure. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Well, I got to watch it later thanks to the WWE Network. Yeah. That we've been hearing about forever. It was January 24th or something like that. I don't yeah, remember. Yeah, because you could watch WrestleMania on it for free because That's that right. was a deal. Right, it was right. like if you got the network, you right. could watch you WrestleMania. Could watch it. Yeah, so it was free. it was awesome. Um, the network. Have you, how, you've you only been using it mainly for... Pay-per-views. Pay-per-views. Because to be honest with you, unless I'm watching a pay-per-view, I don't ever turn it on because my DVR is so backlogged with stuff. Um, I just never get around to it and use it pretty much exclusively for the pay-per-views. Well, I think I, you know, we'll get into it later, but I think for me it's like the WWE, they were wanting about a hundred, or no, a million subscribers, I think is what they were yeah, wanting. Yeah, some ridiculously high number. That's what they projected, because yeah. if you didn't know, obviously, you folks out there, that the, they had, WWE had network contracts with all the different, you know, cable companies yeah. and, and distract, just network and direct TV and all that stuff, so... And what happened there, Kyle? Well, uh, DirecTV isn't doing it anymore because I know Hooters and like the Wing House and stuff like that that used to do the pay-per-views don't do them anymore, and it's because DirecTV doesn't even carry the pay-per-views anymore because they're like, well, if you're giving it away on your network for free, why are we going to show you know your pay-per-view and then have to cut you in on the money? So you know, I, I guess from a business standpoint, I can see where they're coming from, but at the same time, it's like, well, what were you really going to show on the pay-per-view that? that time you know what i'm saying yeah. instead of the wwe pay-per-view i'd yeah. go ahead and at least get a handful of buys better than nothing but before we really get into the wwe network uh battleground you you know with wrestling like where do you like where how'd you get into it like for me personally it was because there's such a huge age gap between me and my dad that it was like the one thing we could like together because he was like way too old to understand video games or get into that or wasn't really into comic books so the two things me and my dad had in common was nascar and wrestling and like he really got me into wrestling and got me the the wrestling bug if you will and it, i've just been watching ever since because i just i really really enjoy it and even through some of the bad years i'm talking about like the late 2000s when things got really really shaky like i was mm. still watching it pretty regular not so much the pay-per-views and stuff but i would watch like the regular weekly stuff so and and still been watching it ever since. Now this usually is my off season for wrestling because 
you know, during the summer, sometimes it gets a little wonky. Oh, yeah. Um, but it, they've been doing a lot. Knock on wood, they've done a lot better this year, I think, of trying to keep things interesting so people don't. I, I call it WrestleMania fatigue because after uh, WrestleMania, yeah. it's like for three months, it's like the fans kind of take three months off. And I'm not 100% sure WWE Creative doesn't take three months off and oh, put yeah. on autopilot. Their so. B team. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> they, they put the B squad in there and see what they can do. But it's exciting, too, because with that same point is usually the summertime for me is a time when I can get into it because of the fact that. They'll usually take chances. Like, during the summer, they're like, well, let's push this guy over here. He's been working really hard. Let's give him maybe a shot at the title or do some things because it's not WrestleMania when we got to be worried about how many buys we're getting, things like that. Mm -hmm. But the problem is because with the network and some other things, you know, WWE's lost a lot of money. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So what do they do? They automatically give the belt back to John Cena because that's their default move is let's let's give the title to Cena. Well, before we get into... John Cena, because I yeah. think he's a good person to talk about. Yeah. Um, I guess my own history with wrestling, I watched it with my dad growing up, yeah. uh, kind of like in uh, like the way you did. But we, we were watching a lot of the uh, Saturday night something. It was reruns. Saturday night main event. Saturday night, yeah. And then they had the shotgun Saturday night exactly. back when we were like in high yeah. school. Yeah. yeah. And, then I would wa- and then I watched a lot of the uh, WCW Saturday nights as well yeah. that would come on like TBS or TNT or something yeah. like that. And they would have like all the like old school like wrestlers that you don't even like it, you kids yeah. nowadays don't know who Lance Storm is and all these other and people. Barry Windham exactly, and all that. Like yeah. the NWA, AWA. There were some great guys. wrestlers. Oh, you know? they were like, great, great wrestlers. They, they were, you know, they were really good. And and uh, but they they got, you know, if you read Chris Jericho's book, yeah, I have actually. Yeah, which I'm not a reader, so that's saying something. So he he uh, uh, he, he has two books now, and and I, I got to meet him for the when he first did his first book around the world in spandex. Yeah. I guess. And he was back when Downtown Disney, uh, when they had Virgin Megastore yeah, there, he was there doing the signing. Signing yeah. yeah, so I got to meet him, and and uh, it was really cool because you know he he really loves his fans and whatnot. And we'll get into Chris Jericho a little bit later, but what he said in the book was like you know they always had different chances, and and reason why he got into WCW first is because they were the first ones to give him a shot. Yeah, and I feel like you know there's that's where a lot of the really good talent was first, and then yeah. obviously Vince saw that and pulled a lot of the guys, yeah. you know, away. But you got, I mean. There's some amazing people, you know, Eddie Guerrero, all of them were oh, yeah. like WCW first, you know, and then you know, everyone pulled over. But I think uh, for me, I, I feel like when WCW and WWE had that real rivalry in the yeah, 90s, the Monday Night Wars, yeah. those were some really amazing time because it wasn't a yeah. monopoly. You had the two, you know, competing products, right. you know, and they were excellent. And I, I loved every minute of it. And I, I used, to, I was one of those, one of those fans that would have my TV remote on previous channel yeah, so, so I could, could flip, flip back, back and forth. <laughs> commercials. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And I think the the other key to that whole Monday Night War scenario that everybody forgets is we didn't have these like thousand channel cable packages. You had like maybe 60 channels. So there right. wasn't as much stuff to choose from. And I definitely, at least for the Monday Night Wars, is it was so... At least for me in high school, it was almost like you'd call it nowadays the water cooler conversation. Like, what happened on Raw or what happened on Nitro was like what everybody was talking about at school the next day. Like, oh my God, did you see, you know, WCW got this guy from WWE or vice versa? You know, this guy from WCW jumped ship and now he's on. So, I mean, it it gave you a reason to watch because you kind of wanted to be in the know and be like the cool kid. And that's how I found out about like the dirt sheets and the on um, the online websites and things was oh yeah trying to figure out things that were happening. 
So you know things were trending, trending back in the day. No, so. <laughs> no, we were on straight up like dial up AOL, oh, yeah. trying to like figure out like okay, who's the next guy that's gonna flip or what happened on SmackDown mm-hmm. when they taped it. Like yeah. that's when I found out that SmackDown wasn't live. It was like oh, it's taped, and I can find out two days early. What oh yeah, the you know what happened. Mm-hmm. So well, I remember one time, and and you folks definitely check out that is that program, the the Monday Night Wars or something like that, yeah. where they have they actually talk about it, but. One of the things that um, who was the WCW owner Ted uh, Turner? Ted Turner, yeah, yeah, and like he had Eric Bischoff was under his helm, and I remember they had Tony Schiavone and all of them, which I like their announced team because yeah. I love Bobby Heenan. He was he's a heel from from the beginning, you know, yeah. with Andre the Giant, you know. He, they were talking, and there were it was the night that Mankind won the WWE Championship mm-hmm. for the first time, and they spoiled it on on yeah. uh, Nitro. I was like, what? And everyone flipped over, yeah. but it was to their own chagrin because like the, everyone flipped over. And well, you remember the world famous line he said? He's like, oh yeah, tonight Mankind's gonna win the World Heavyweight Championship. Yeah, that's gonna put asses in the seats. Yep. And he said immediately as soon as he ch- said that, like fifty percent or some crazy high number of their viewership automatically flipped over to Raw because they wanted to see him win the title because everybody loved Mankind. I mean, everybody still, I think, in one way, shape, or form loves Mick Foley if you're a true wrestling he, he fan. He loves Polk County because he, he likes does. our food here. He does. He tweeted like, off of 27 there. Yeah, like, he's like, best barbecue sandwich ever. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. So Mick Foley's always been cool. And I, yeah. What I really learned to respect that guy was when I saw the Behind the Mat. Did you see that yeah. special? That was crazy. All the stuff he went through with his kids and yeah. stuff. Yeah. And I think for me, that was like a real, like, kind of getting the, the proverbial curtain pulled back and see, like, what's going on behind the scenes. Because at that point, when Behind the Mat came out, I want to say that was, like, right around when we were still in high school. And wrestling was still kind of hush-hush, kayfabe, you know, we're not letting out all the secrets. Like, now, they pulled the curtain back on, I mean, especially if you're watching Total Divas. I mean, they're ripping the curtain back about as far as you can go. Yeah. But back then, it was still like, you know, if you two guys are feuding, you can't ride in the same car to the next town together and, like, you know, all kinds of stuff. But, yeah, I mean, that that whole documentary, I think, really kind of, I mean, I already had the wrestling bug, but that definitely added gasoline to it because then I was like, well, you know, there there's a lot more behind the scenes going on with these guys than what we know, and even mm-hmm. the dirt sheets can tell us and things like that. So it was really, for me, it was really cool as a wrestling fan. Well, it's it's funny now, fast forward yeah. right now, it's 2014, and WCW kind of got, I don't know, WWE kind of just took all the, everything and just yeah. put, you know, combined it and yeah. uh, took some of the... And a lot, unfortunately, a lot of um, wrestlers got the axe there. Yeah, unfortunately, and uh, it's like you still have some of your mainstays still come back and whatnot. But yeah. and then you've had, you know, we've had a lot of. I don't know how much we want to get into this, but we've had a lot of deaths happen in the last few years. Oh yeah, some it, tragic, some you know. Yeah, and that's one of the things people talk about is like you know how many wrestlers actually make it to the age of fifty. Yeah, you know, and it's a, it's a scary thing. And I was actually watching a documentary the other day. And they were showing like clips of matches, and it was for me, it was sad and kind of disheartening to watch it because I'm like, out of the six man match, only two of these guys are still alive. And oh. It's like, you know, when you when it's looking you in the face like that, the facts are the facts, and I, I'm I'm not knocking anybody. I'm not saying that there's any reason why it is the way it is. It just it seems like it's it's a trend almost, if you will. And it, it's, it's scary and it's sad because, you know, you look up to these guys. Like when I was a kid, these guys were like my superheroes. These were the guys that were like, man, I want to be like Goldberg. I want to mm-hmm. be like, you know, stone cold. And, you know, uh, 
it's sad when you see people like that pass away, and especially some of them that passed away at such a young age. Some of mm-hmm. them weren't that that old. It's not like they were 70, 80. Some of these guys were like 40. So Well, you look at some of the – I'll just go over a few off the top of my head. Yeah. Brian Pillman. Yeah. You know, I mean, you've got some amazing people. Eddie Guerrero, obviously. And mm-hmm. then, of course, the infamous Chris Benoit. Yeah. Um, that – WWE doesn't talk about the no. the only time they ever say anything is in that they they had like a little press release when WWE Network came out they're yeah. like hey he's going to be featured in some of these because we can't take him out no. I mean he's a part of the storyline we can't you know take it out after the fact but so I know. I'm gonna be honest I I was shocked obviously like we all were but I love Chris Benoit growing yeah. up because I was a see for me I'm very geeky technical when it comes to wrestling yeah so like I loved. I always wanted to be an announcer growing up just for yeah. fun or whatever. And I, for me, I was like, I, I loved naming all the moves when I'm watching the show. See yeah. if I can catch it before the, the announcer the say it. Does. Yeah. And I'm like, I just love Chris Benoit because he was so technical. And I mean, just and he awesome. Could get, he could get a good match out of even the worst worker, which was good. And, you know, I, and I guess it's just me personally, I've had to, at least in my own mind, separate the two things. Chris Benoit, the character, and Chris Benoit, the person that did all the great wrestling mm-hmm. stuff, is over here. And then on the other side is Chris Benoit, the, the, everything that happened. And right. I just kind of keep them in two separate worlds just because, for me, it's easier for me to, like, decompress and handle, if that makes any sense. Which, you know, he did a lot for the sport, and he, you know, uh, he, he had a lot of great matches. So you hate to take that away from somebody. But then when you have something happen like it did, then it's kind of like, you know, you got to – it all gets tainted in a way. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, kind of like Michael Vick in football. Like, oh, true. No yeah. matter whatever happens to him, he's always going to be the dogfighting guy. No mm-hmm. matter – I mean, he could win 10 Super Bowls. It's not going to matter. Um, like, there's a certain subset of people that are only going to know him as, oh, he's the dogfighting guy. Yeah. So – what well, kind of thing with Lance Armstrong now? Yeah, you know? exactly. Because I mean, you know, he did all that good work, and not only that, how much money he raised for like cancer research right. and like all the good he did, but because he lied and he cheated and all those things, it kind of just it erases all of that, yeah. which is is kind of sad. Fast forward, and we have a lot of greats, yeah, um, and some of the best. You know, once WCW and WWE kind of put together, yeah, you know, they had the two titles. They did. Now I like that. They were fight. People were competing. It was, but I always felt like W. I always felt like the WCW World Heavyweight yeah. Championship was like the lesser the title, second tier title, the SmackDown yeah. title. Yeah. You know, back you know, yeah. and I always felt like that was like, all right, you have these well five or six titles now. The yeah. European Championship's gone, which I love. Yeah. Uh, uh, William Regal's still one of the best European champions ever. I, uh, William Regal was also a great technical wrestler as well. I, I really loved watching him growing up, and uh, he's always been like a, a really good. He inspired others, you know, and whatnot, yeah. and. uh for me, it's like now you have the the two belts. Yeah. That John Cena now is the is the WWE yeah. WWE World Heavyweight Champion. Right. Which I thought previous Raw. Now as we're taping this, the new Raw is coming on after Battleground. We're not watching it, obviously, but right. we'll, we might talk about it later on uh, in another episode. But I thought that Ric Flair. I thought they were symbolizing that Ric Flair is taking the championship away. Remember when he, right. when he handed he gave it, over? it to him and he's like, and he was going to give it back to Cena, and he said, "No, you keep it." Right. Um, but the reports came back that no, Ric Flair did not leave the building with the title. I was uh, like, oh, okay. But the other thing is, and this is kind of you're going to go in the rumor mill some, is that they're they're going to debut a new belt with that brand new WWE logo, the one they're using for the network, because I guess that logo is going to be their logo for everything now. Oh, okay. And they're going to debut a new belt with that logo on it, and then that's going to be the unification. They're going to be like, 
okay, this belt is for both of those belts. Does that make sense? Yeah. And that they're saying could happen as early as SummerSlam. The same thing is, you know, Sheamus and the Miz are feuding now after Battleground. Right. And Miz has the European belt. Sheamus has the U.S. belt. And they said that they're probably going to combine both of those belts. So I don't know how I feel about that because I don't know how I feel about there's just one mid-card belt, there's one heavyweight belt, and then there's the tag team belts. What I love to... Well, and the the Divas title, of course. Right. Well, what I love in... About WCW back in the day was you had so many different titles. You had the oh, cruiserweight yeah. division. Cruiserway, you had the, the TV championship. Like, yeah. and you got all these people. Kind of, you could push people that weren't necessarily going to be in the main events. Right. You know what I mean, but they still felt like they got recognition. You know, yeah. and Chris Jericho said that a lot. He's like, you know, first time he won an Intercontinental Championship. I mean, he 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 loved it because it was like there's so many people before him that yeah. won that championship. You know, there's so much prestige and so much heritage that's attached to that title, and to have that title you know, means something to a lot of guys. Like, I've heard other guys say, you know, yeah, I won the World Heavyweight Championship. Like, I I got all these big accolades, you know, I had my WrestleMania moment. But some of the little titles, like the tag team titles, and I've heard the same thing with the uh, Intercontinental title, people were just like, to me, that was the I made it moment, is that they thought enough of me to give me this title that has such a great heritage and i even missed the hardcore title remember back i in the love day? the hardcore those title. matches were, they, it, it kind of elevated it like everyone knew hey yeah mick foley is one of the be- best hardcore wrestlers ever yeah you know and it kind of like elevated you because remember even uh, edge won the title a bunch and he he had some yeah. crazy matches oh he like, did and we actually we brought that up last night because you weren't at the house for battleground but we were saying how we wanted them to bring it back but we wanted the 24 7 uh, stipulation added because remember, oh, yeah. they would have the belt, and the, the for, for y'all guys listening out there, the stipulation was you had to defend that belt at any time. So literally, just a random wrestler could come up with a referee and just start beating you up and take your title away from you. And like, I remember there was like three months where uh, Hardcore Holly had Hardcore it. Hardcore Holly, yeah. And it was him and his cousin Crash, and they would get jumped. Like, every, like they got jumped in his hotel, like inside the hotel room, and he would get jumped in the parking garage or they'd show him at a bar and somebody would like try and jump him at the bar and take his belt and i was like we need to bring that back because that was spontaneous and also it's easy on wwe because they can pre-film all that stuff that's true and just use it as a video package so it's not eating up a ton of time and they can perfect it you know like if they do it and it doesn't look great the first time they can oh yeah you know tape and, and they would go all out in those days like bar fights they would just destroy oh, stuff and be like i'm pretty sure vince mcmahon had to drop some pretty pennies in places because oh, yeah. there were some bar fights where i'm like Okay, they just destroyed a pinball machine, <laughs> and they just broke the jukebox, and I'm pretty sure that that pool table's totaled. So I'm oh, yeah. sure he probably went in there were like, here's 20 Gs, see you later. Because that was when he was making money like that, where he could just throw money around like the, the million-dollar man and just be like, here you go. But Battleground, like we said, uh, today is 7-21. Yeah. And yesterday was 7-20, uh, 2014. And Battleground from Tampa, like you said earlier. Yeah. And... First match was the tag, tag team match, I think. No, well, the first match of the pay per view that you got to remember there was a pre show. Oh, that's right. Which, I didn't see the pre show. Yeah, the pre show was Adam Rose and uh, Fandango. Oh, tell me about that. I didn't see it. Uh, the intros were longer than the match. <laughs> um, the saving grace of the whole thing was Layla in her attire. Oh, um, nice. <laughs> yeah, that pretty much saved the whole thing because I'm not going to lie, the, the match was. It, it wasn't bad because he only had like a minute and a half. Like, what are you going to do with a minute and a half? But Adam Rose won. Uh, Fandango got bitch slapped by Layla and uh, Summer Rae because they both yeah. came out together in Adam Rose's little entourage or whatever. 
And like I said, the saving grace was Layla in her outfit, pretty much, because the rest of it was just like, because uh, Adam Rose for me just really isn't. He's well, not was, catching on for me personally. Well, but, you know. I always felt like his intro is greater than he is. Yeah. It, well, know? but then again, I will give credit where credit's due. I said the same thing about Fandango, and now I actually really like Fandango because the guy can wrestle. The guy's got some skills. Um, he he can. He's good on the mic when they actually let him like yeah. get on the mic. He's fully invested stuff. in the character. Yeah, and I think that's the thing when they give you a, a gimmick that's kind of ridiculous like that you got to go just balls out because if not you're not going to sell it to anybody unless you just say okay i'm taking this ridiculous gimmick and i'm just gonna run with it like you know it's going out of style and i think he's doing that as best he can how was the crowd reaction to uh that match eh, the, 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 they got adam Rose still got a pretty the- big pop and everybody yeah. was singing along and that was pretty cool and, but fandango didn't get a biggest pop as he did which i'm surprised because you got to remember fandango lives in tampa like he's That's got true. a condo yeah. in Tampa. A lot of them live in Florida. A lot oh of them yeah, because the development center's not too far away. Yeah, and it's in Orlando, and a lot of them like Fandango's apartments in at least. If Total Divas isn't lying to me, his apartments in Tampa. No, so. no, I know he's in Tampa, yeah. and um, Jericho lives in Tampa. Yeah, uh, Cena, Cena, yeah. Uh, Hogan. Which I'm uh, surprised. That was the one thing that surprised me all night. We didn't get any kind of Hogan sighting because I was like, that's true. I was really, I even if I figured he would come out to like maybe start the show and be like, hey brother, what's going on? Welcome to Tampa. Yeah. Go to Hogan's Beach afterwards and get a beer. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I figured we'd get something from him, but we didn't get anything. And now I was just kind of womp womp because, I mean, I don't know. That's what I wanted. But there was a – there. I don't know. A lot of them were – a lot of them live in Florida. I mean, Scott Hall, he was living in Florida. I don't know if he's there now. No, but a lot of them just, with DDP now. He, now, Atlanta. yeah, doing that DDP yeah. yoga stuff. Um, and uh, But, yeah, he was there for a while and just – because I, I love to read up on Scott Hall because he's yeah. a very interesting character. I mean, he – the whole Eddie Graham sports complex, watching everyone and, and yeah. whatnot. And just for me, it's like seeing him go from where he was. Cause that was so yeah. bl- what blew me away with the uh, DDP yoga was, yeah. I mean, look at Jake, the snake. That, oh my God. Yeah. He's a new man. And same thing with Scott Hall. He's a new man. Now that they're doing the, DDP they look great, yoga. man. They like, look awesome. And I'll tell you what, if, if anybody out there gets a chance, they had on uh, ESPN, they did a special on the DDP yoga. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it was really cool because basically they, they took the cameras to the DDP's accountability crib and like they showed, um, DDP and Scott Hall and, um, Jake snake doing the DDP yoga. They showed how far they come because they showed some footage of like when Jake, the snake first got there and he was like trashed. And then they, they showed some more footage of like, he fell off the wagon and like they had to do an intervention. They showed footage of that. He probably literally fell off a wagon. <laughs> no, he did. Like he was falling out of minivan if I remember yeah. correctly, yeah. but it was, it was bad. Like, yeah. so, you know, and seeing how good they're in and like, they spend like all day together. You know, it's funny. They seem more coherent. Like that was a problem with Scott Hall was he always was, he was big into the booze and stuff, but he was always seemed like he was like slurring his words. He didn't really like he wasn't mentally there. And I feel like the it's DDP called Xanax. Yeah, okay, <laughs> true, true. But I also feel like they, that's kind of cleaned their whole bodies, not just not yeah, just physically, but, yeah, mentally, but mentally. Both seemed yeah. so, you know, like and I love the speeches they had at the um, the Hall of Fame yeah. speeches. They were really really good. Um, and for me, I feel like you know you look at all these people and what they've done and some do good things. Like yeah. DDP has been yeah. a savior some pe- for people. Oh, I think he is. And I think like it's been kind of his renewed passion is oh, to yeah. like save his brothers, you know, when it comes to the wrestling world and he's doing that. And so many 
the young guys and the old guys are doing the DDP yoga. Hell, I'm not even going to lie. I've been looking into buying yeah. the DVD, uh, DDP yoga because I want to do it for myself. It's just getting the money together to do mm-hmm. it. But, like, it's a great program. I've only heard good stories come out of it. And, you know, seeing them on ESPN, I, I think what really I enjoyed about that is it's a legitimate news sports channel and they in the it was like a half an hour i think the documentary and it showed them like hanging out like on the days their off days like they'd all be sitting around watching like old dvds of their matches and stuff and like talking to each other about yeah. it and i think for some of them and, and, and this is just you know because i've never walked a mile in their shoes so i i can't say but i think what happens is they start getting disenfranchised because mm. it's kind of like they're on this fringe sure because you know only they know what it's like to go out in front of madison square garden and have everybody cheer your name and get that because every single one of the wrestlers i've ever heard from have said like that rush is better than any drug well, on the planet, I can equate it a little bit because uh, I'm, yeah. I'm an entertainer as yeah. well, and I, uh, you know, when I'm on stage or something yeah. like that, it's it's mind blowing. Like the yeah. euphoria that overcomes your body, like you just, it's yeah. a huge rush. Yeah. Like it's hard, and obviously this is not to the scale of, you know, twenty thousand people, fifty thousand yeah. people chanting your name, but still, I, I kind of have a snippet of what they're what they're feeling because it's just it's it's indescribable yeah. that feeling. And for me, it's like you know, you look at the new teams that are coming yeah. out like the new like the Wyatt family yeah. like I feel like that family uh, overall I feel like with Bray Wyatt like he's really done a good job with his character and I yeah. feel like you have this awesome characters like Jake the Snake and, yeah. and DDP and everyone and that, now they've kind of really like shifted and I have to give WWE some credit for that because there was yeah. a time for a while where it was just nobody there were, yeah everybody was very cookie cutter going by their name yeah. you know Evan Bourne which that wasn't his real name but like yeah. Evan Bourne you know it's like people that's like either using portion like portions of their name or yeah. changing their name a little bit and like eh, it was alright you know it's decent but they, they yeah. didn't have that gimmick you know cause no. that's what I feel like with the Wyatt family speaking of the Wyatt family yeah they were in battleground. They uh, were, and I will say that was one of my surprises of the night because they were because we also had we had the Naomi uh, Cameron Cameron yep. match which is on the pre-show which yeah and then <laughs> uh, the first match of the night the the hot opener was the, the two out of three falls Usos uh, Wyatt family match and I will say this that was I, I would say it was tied for my match of the night because that match to me like. I knew it was going to be good. I just didn't know it was going to be that good. But they went just balls to the wall. And the crowd really dug it, too. I was oh, the, really watching the reactions I from the crowd. Besides that, and maybe my second pick for match of the night was the one that the crowd was the most into. So, But they were like on their feet for that entire match. Well, I give the Usos credit to a point because I, I don't like them as much as the rest of the WWE Universe does. Yeah. I, I'm, they're okay. I mean, they're, they're, they don't do anything mind-blowing. Um, because I guess I'm just looking at it from a technical uh, wrestler's fan base here. I just I'm not they're high energy, which is good. Yeah. You want high energy, you know. People love that. People I'm looking at why people like them. They like the high energy. Yeah, they're they got the cool face paint. They yeah. sell merch. You know, oh, like yeah. they so they're 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 a good people to represent the tag team belts. I do mm-hmm. agree with that. But also I love what WWE's done with the White family. Like yeah. they've really, especially Luke Harper. That yeah. guy can wrestle, and you saw yeah. that last night. That dude yeah. was doing all kinds of moves, and, and it was just amazing. And Eric Rowan, he's growing on me, yeah. but I like him as the silent 
silent killer. Yeah. Like I like that. He's he's a brawler. You know, he's not really doing yeah. anything in your face, but he's going to hurt you. Yeah. You know. <laughs> well, see, here's the thing. I, I found out last night when we were watching the pay per view at the house because I was talking to some of my friends and and especially one of them. He watches a lot of like the Ring of Honor, the TNA, the NXT. So he's more in the know than maybe I am in some aspects. And he said he's like he hasn't done it yet because he's playing the character, but Luke Harper can talk. Like you give him a mic and he can. He can cut a promo, and I'm like, are you serious? And he's like, yeah, he can cut a really good promo. And I'm like, huh, okay, well, I'm wondering if maybe down the line that they'll let him start cutting promos well, I, if the two of them win the titles or I something I love like him what he does with his eyes, though. He's just always like, yeah, he, he does that crazy yeah. like thing. And I, I think he's just such a good wrestler, and he blew me away um, yeah. after WrestleMania when they had that match. Um, and it's just amazing. But, but no, really good match. Uh, I love how the Usos had the double – Frog splash. At they the did end. the double frog splash. I also like the double. I don't know what you call it. That the one Wyatt guy did the t- double. The, both guys were on his shoulder and he fell off the top. Like rope a double, yeah, like a double back suplex. Yeah, sort of double back suplex, or like a uh, yeah. electric chair or something like that. Kind yeah. of, but I yeah. mean that was really cool. Move was like awesome. all their spots were good, and I'm kind of with you in the beginning. I wasn't a big USO fan. My the only reason I really liked him was I was like, oh, it's Rikishi's kids. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. And then you I, kids Google Rikishi. By yeah, the way. you don't know who he, he is. was the greatest. Oh yeah, just so you know. Um, but then. I started watching Total Divas, and he's dating one of the Divas, and they show him on the show, and he got a lot of screen time on the show, and he was really funny. Like, I was like, this is a guy I could hang out with and, like, have a beer with. Like, this guy is really cool. Oh, yeah. And so that's the reason why now I'm, like, a huge Uso mark, because I'm like, I just like Jimmy Uso. Like, dude's cool. Like, I want to hang out with him, and I want to see good things happen for him, because as much as I hate to say it... Unless something happens, no knock to you, Jimmy, because I love you to death. I don't see them being singles guys. I see them being like almost like Dudley Boy style. True, like true. They, they're yeah. just going to be a tag team forever. Like yeah. that's all they're ever going to do. I don't really see yeah. them, you know, breaking out and doing a single man yeah. thing. So next we turn the page on the next um, part of Battleground. And speaking of page, yeah. These uh, these are just coming off the cuff, man. These are horrible transition segues. But I've been thinking of them as you were talking. Um, yeah. So these are not prepared. But uh, AJ AJ's back. AJ She's been back, back for a few weeks now. Yeah. And uh, the rumor for a while that she was pregnant. Yeah, that's when she came back. Like, my head exploded because I was like, wait a second. I thought she was pregnant. I figured she was going to be gone for like a year with CM Punk. They are going to do their honeymoon, you know, especially if she's having a kid. She might not want to be back. Mm-hmm. And she shows up. Well... I'm not very smart, but every once in a while I have a smart idea. I'm like, wait a second. WWE Medical would not have cleared her if she's pregnant. They're not going to let her like go out and wrestle if she's pregnant. So it's like, oh, there you go, dirt sheets. You got me again, gosh yep. darn it. Yep. So, um, But I- I'll tell you what, that was my number two match of the night. Was, it was really good. Was Paige and AJ. I think that they did They did a better job than the Fatal 4-Away. Well, so. it's funny because like you and I have been talking about Paige for a while, and, yeah. I, and I was I always say you know I was a fan of Paige before it was cool, but yeah. but she was an awesome NXT like oh, she, she was, was amazing. amazing. You and know? she used to come to the Armory in Winter Haven when they did NXT shows, and I think she was like eighteen or something. Like right. she was super young then, and she would come and like every time we saw her at the NXT shows of the Armory, in my opinion, she had match of the night every time. 
even against better than the guys. I was like, holy cow, this girl can wrestle. She's technical. She's using ring psychology. Like, she's using all these advanced techniques to be a girl that's only 18, I, I feel 19 like years she's old. the. I wouldn't say she's the second coming Alita because that's, you don't want to uh, yeah, Alita. Yeah, that's a big but, like, but, straddle you want to put on somebody. Right, you know? so I'm not saying that, but yeah. I'm saying she's got that fire like Leah did, Leah yeah. did, and I felt like I see that in her. But the only thing I hate is that McMahon's not giving her any mic time. He's not giving her any mic time, but word on the street is he's not sold on her. So he's like, well, that's the reason why she didn't debut for so long because sure. she was so young. He didn't want her to debut until she turned 21. And everybody's like, why? She's not a problem. She's not like one of our problem children like some of the other people yeah, that yeah. are on there right now whose oh, yeah. names won't be mentioned. No, no, no. But, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, that are they know are doing things they're not supposed to be doing. Like she yeah. doesn't drink. She doesn't smoke. She's not, you know, wilding out and partying and getting in trouble. Right. I mean, hell, the Funkodactyls, I think, between the two of them got more DUIs than that True, true, true. So, I mean, you know, yeah. it's like there's not a reason to, you know, throw her under the bus like that. Yeah. So, but you know. I th- I, what I love about Paige is that she, like my, my wife, she's she goes, wow, she's just badass. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's a cool way to describe her. She's yeah. awesome. She's got a cool look. She's she's good looking, you know, but she's not like a diva. You yeah. know what I mean? Like she's gorgeous, but she's not like flaunting and yeah. glamorous and all that. Yeah. But she's good looking and she's got the accent. You know, yeah. people like people from with accents, yeah. right? And uh, especially Americans do. Yeah. And uh, she's got piercings. She's kind of got that edge, you know. Yeah. And uh, and she's a good wrestler. Her no, and Emma yeah. had some awesome matches in NXT. Oh, they did. NXT Arrival, that pay per view. It's still one of my favorite pay-per-views of 2014 because, yeah. like, I just thought, I mean... From I'm, top to bottom, that amazing. thing was top-notch. Was like, there fantastic. wasn't a bad match. There wasn't a filler match in the whole thing. Not Everybody was going just balls out and just doing an awesome. excellent, excellent job, which actually, that made me excited because when that pay-per-view came up, I'm like, okay, this is going to show us what the future of WWE is going to be. Are we in good hands? And then when I got done watching that pay-per-view, I'm like, all right, we're going to be good for the next five, six well, years. We'll be all right. I agree. And, and Bradshaw is like the manager or general manager or something yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah. And then obviously Triple H still has his uh, – he oversees it. Oh, everything. yeah. Because they're all in Orlando. I mean, exactly. they're right next door to us because yep. they tape over at Full Sail. Right. And, uh, you know, they're, they're doing incredible things. And I think that it just – all the money they put in that performance center, I think, is going to pay off in spades because a, you know, people can are living around close by. They're going to the gym every day. They're with other people because they're hiring these legends, like you know, your Bill Demotts, your Billy Guns, uh, your Road Dogs, and they're helping them train and kind of keeping them on the right track, and also kind of keeping them with uh, because Billy Gunn. Billy Gunn looks better now than he did when he wrestled back in, you know, the old uh, New Age Outlaws days. And he's just great with teaching them about fitness and health and what to eat and what not to eat. Um, Because all those things are are really important. And I think that they're getting a lot of of good skills, too. Because every time I see it on uh, Total Divas, I'm more and more impressed. Like, I would love, and I don't know if you're able to do this as, like, a fan, but... If they have a day where they let you tour it, so you could, you know, actually tour the performance center, because I mean, it, it it's it's good. I mean, it looks good at least on TV. So, yeah. Now, while you were uh, talking, I'm pulling up just to make sure we don't skip over any of the matches. Uh, I didn't pull that up earlier. Yeah, but uh, that was a good match. I really enjoyed yeah. it. I felt like it was, and th- it was long. Like it was longer I than I thought it was. It was a good be. twenty minutes, which yeah. I cannot tell you the last time I've seen a divas match that went a full solid twenty minutes of post to post. You know, bell to bell, because usually, you know, the Divas matches get like five minutes that you're like, oh, I need another beer and I got to take a leak. But, you know, 
they really, really pulled it out, and I think that it impressed people. And I think that they got the biggest pops of the night, besides maybe the Usos and the Wyatt family. So, yeah, there's a little yeah. guy named Rusev. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Did his little blonde step in it? Oh, yeah. She's been on, let's see, what did all they see her this morning? CNN, uh, ESPN, Fox News. Oh, my God. Fox News is making her the second coming of, like, the Antichrist. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. Like, you're really buying into this. Like, yeah. But then they had a, a Zeb Coulter on later. It was great. Just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, but Zeb Coulter, they're like, yeah, we love that Zeb Coulter guy. Yeah. Oh man, but yeah, it, the, he was a uh, Rusev was. They've been having a feud with uh, Jack Swagger. Yeah. Um, who I didn't don't really care about. He's a, more of a collegiate wrestler. He's an all American, yeah. which they call because he you know he, he has his chops or whatever. But he never really had like a character. He was always just kind of like a, a poor Kurt Angle. Like, yeah, he I was never, a poor man's Kurt Angle. And to he's the point even if doing he even the ankle lock. He's like, doing the Patriot lock now. Yeah. They're calling it the Patriot, Patriot lock. lock. Yeah. So I was like, all right, well let, let's see what they're going with that. But I, I kind of like Zeb Coulter has always been. Yeah. That's one thing I loved with. I was okay with. Bismuth Cesaro, which I'm a huge Cesaro mark. Yeah. I loved it. They were doing that feud, and that was fun and whatnot. But the yeah. crowd seemed to be pretty over uh, uh, Jack Swagger. Like, yeah. the people, that chant yeah. was loud, that first one. I well, I'm wondering if it's more they just wanted to root for the American, and yeah. the American just happened to be Jack Swagger. I haven't you heard a I'm USA saying? chant this loud since uh, Jim Hall, Jim's, um Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Hacksaw Jim Duggan, yeah, yeah. Well, see, that was the thing. Like, the, the one thing we said when he came out, I'm like – why the hell didn't they have like Hulk Hogan come out with the American flag and then bring Jack Swagger and Zeb Coulter and them out or Hacksaw Jim Duggan because I think he lives over in Tampa too. Oh, yeah. You know, and you know, he ain't doing nothing. So it's like, oh. you, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, I'm pretty sure he works at Scotty's now part time. So it's like, getting I'm those sure, two by fours. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he can get the two by fours in bulk now in the employee discount at Scotty's. <laughs> so, you know, it's like, why don't you have him come out with him and he would have gotten a huge pop? But he, he got a lot better better pop than i thought but i really really think because i even said it myself while we're watching the match i'm like i cannot believe i'm rooting for jack swagger like this my head's about to explode but i think it all had to do with the fact that you know he was the american in this situation so you know you're gonna gonna root for that but the match was was okay yeah it was okay i mean rusev is gonna be in my opinion kind of like a flash in the pan like they'll do like a uh, you know, he's the big guy, he's unstoppable, because they do that every so often. Right. You get the unstoppable monster. And right back. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> and we saw how that turned out. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, you know, he'll get a push for a while, and then it'll just, unless he comes up with something, I mean, I don't know, I, 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 you know, I'm not there every night, I don't see him behind the scenes, I don't know what skills he's got on the mic or whatever, but, you know, Unless they come up with something for him, I see him lasting like six months a year. I actually like Lana better than I do Rusev, actually. Yeah. I, like, I really like Lana a lot. Well, and that's the other good thing. At least the Rusev thing bombs. They can do something else with Lana. Because the other thing is, you know Lana's from, from FSU, right? Oh, she's yeah. She's from Tallahassee. Yeah. Like, she's she's an actress. Like, oh, yeah. that she's not accent, Russian. Totally yeah. fake. Yeah, like, but it sounds totally good. Fake. It sounds good. She really invested. It's, it's good. It's good. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you. I'll throw you a bone on that one. It's 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 better than I thought it would be. Let's yeah. put it that way. But yeah. I mean, like, if you pull up her IMDb, oh yeah, it is ridiculous. All the movie credits and oh, yeah. TV show credits she has. So I mean, I think they could do something with her. Now it might not be like in the ring wrestling related. It may just be like being a, uh, a valet for somebody or true, something like true. that. But, you know, I, I think that she'll stick around. Actually, if I was going to bet, I would put money that she's around longer than Rusev is. 
Probably, yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, they, there's so much they can do with her. But. Well, I always thought it was weird. You look at the, I don't know if they were actually related in real life, but remember that, uh, was it Church Burchill? Burchill? Remember Paul? And he had his sister, and they were like, it was like, he was like, the, they're British. But the, I'm, I'm, they, my they, mind's ticking now. I'm thinking yeah. about these. Well, isn't he the one that was the pirate? Right, yeah. And he had the sister, sister and yeah. the you kind of, sort of, yeah. they were saying that like maybe they him had and his a sister were hooking up. They had up. a little Luke and Leia going. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, I was thinking more like <laughs> Eastern yeah. Kentucky thing going, but, but yeah. Paul Burchill got, he's gone. He got, and yeah. then, but she was still, his sister was still there, and then she just kind of got phased out because she was there yeah. during the Kelly Kelly days when Kelly yeah, Kelly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and like, so it was like, that was a weird time in WWE. Well, it was, and I would, if I was going to turn back the clock, I'd say that was somewhere between 2006, 2008. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and it just was a really weird transitional period because, like, that was right kind of when Cena was starting to do the Thug Life thing, and like he was starting to get a little traction. Yeah, but like when he was getting traction, everybody else was losing traction. I think that's kind of when they started push pumping the brakes and taking it from the TV fourteen and kicked it to TV PG. Right, because I think part of it was. They were swinging for the fences with the craziness because that was like when Boogeyman was coming out and he's oh eating worms. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And he ate that big mole off that girl's face. And like, That's it was just, weird. Yeah, it was just really weird, ludicrous stuff. And I think they were just swinging for the fences so hard that they finally just said, you know what, let's – Let's tone it down. Let's make it more kid friendly because all of <laughs> yeah. our attitude era people are gone. Well, that's what like, I was going to say. They moved on to UFC yeah. at yeah. this point in pro football. Like they're not around anymore. Well, that's what I was so gonna let's s- go for the kids again. That's what I was going to say. Is like John Cena. You know, he's is hate him or love him. He's done a lot for the Make a Wish, right? He's, oh my God, he's, yes, he's, he's awesome. Yeah, as a person, good dude. Like does so much for Make a Wish. Gives so much time to charity. Um, you know, I got nothing bad to say about him as a person, guys awesome as far as i'm concerned in that respect it's just if they don't start making new high tier superstars like him they're in trouble because i mean there's nobody else on the roster that can even touch john cena when it comes to his star power and his um likability and not even just that his like if you so show a person a picture of john cena who's not a wrestling fan I'd say at least seven out of ten are going to tell you that's John Cena because they yeah. know who he is just because he's that popular. And I think that's why the WWE is, you know, you said something earlier. You know, he's a, he's a, got the title again, and yeah. he, you know, I and he's on the cover of WWE 2K15. Yeah. So like that's a big thing, you know. Yeah. I mean, we're on the cover of the video game. Like that's a huge like. Yeah, that's a big deal. I mean, you know, like last year it was CM Punk, and that was such a big deal. Him being on the cover and like being the cover athlete, it's almost like being the cover athlete on Madden. Like it's a True. big prestigious True. title to be the guy on top of the game because they know that that person is going to help them sell games and. I just, me personally, I always see it as a knee-jerk reaction that whenever anything goes bad, get the title back on Cena. It's it's like the, in case of emergency, break, break glass. glass. Exactly. Yeah, it's like give the title back to Cena. And, you know, God bless him. He, 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 he never complains. He does whatever he needs to. But at a certain point, they're going to be like, look, if we don't start building new stars like we were doing with Daniel Bryan before everything happened, well, yeah. you know we're going to be in trouble. Well, that's I mean, the he, problem. Yeah. Is that you 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 alluded earlier how much money the the WWE has lost, oh, and yeah. they've lost approximately four hundred million dollars, which 
is a lot of money. Even to Vince McMahon, that that brought him down from being a billionaire to a millionaire. millionaire. Like yeah. he he is overnight. a whole different overnight. He's yeah. a different tier now. You know, what I mean, like it's yeah. affected him. He's still he's still got his home. He's not you know affected, yeah, but yeah. you know what I mean. Like his company, he's yeah. he's worried because you know you you look at how were they paying people before? They're, they're, oh yeah, and how like the pay structure is different now. How oh, yeah. people are saying they're not getting as much pay as they were getting before. They're getting I wouldn't say pay late, and and all this is just rumor and conjecture. Right. I just want to say that so allegedly. Um, but you know, I just, it, it does change things. And also you got to look at it is WWE is a publicly traded company. Mm-hmm. They, you can go buy WWE stock. It's traded on the stock market and the stock exchange. And when your shares go from like 25, $30 a share to 11, you've got people that are like, Hey, you know, you've got to answer to people. You got to answer stockholders. You got to answer yeah. to you know, other people. And yes, you know, Vince McMahon is the owner of the company and he's the COO or CEO. There's still a board underneath him that he's got to answer to, to some degree and Mm -hmm. stockholders he's got to answer to. So, you know, it it is what it is, but I mean, I, you, you got to do something other than just throwing the belt back on Cena all the time. That's true. I mean, cause Cena's getting up there. Like I would say if we're lucky, We've got him for four more years full time, right. maybe five if he really pushes it. Plus, you got to remember, Cena's kind of accident prone. He's or, on injuries. He's, yeah, he's the injury pec tear prone and yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. So I mean, you know, he, he could get hurt because I remember the last time he got hurt and he was going to be out for six months and they were scrambling. And then yeah. thank God because he is Super Cena and it, I'll give him credit. The guy is super healthy, works out like crazy, eats well. You know, he came back but a lot quicker I than think, they thought. Well, he came back a lot quicker. We than we thought but also it, it was an illusion because he's really good on the mic and he came yeah. back and was just talking on the mic for a while yeah and so like he's he's such good on the mic i give him a lot of credit yeah. the guy could speak on a mic yeah and like he can improvise and do all that stuff and i remember that time where he's gonna have surgery on his elbow and his elbow is like the size of a golf ball oh, or yeah. a bowling ball whatever it's like huge i mean that like, was the night after he he dropped the title to to daniel bryan because yeah. he said like he wasn't I don't know what it was, but it was like he wasn't really cleared to wrestle. But he's like, look, I'm going to go do the job, do the one, two, three for the kid and give the kid the rub because, you know, he's been working his ass off. And if he wins the belt from anybody but me, it's not going to be a good a rub. So I can we'll we'll have an easy match. We'll not, you know, right. I'll be careful. And then tomorrow we'll go and I'll have surgery and whatever. So which a lot of respect because he could have been like, fuck it, I'm going home. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm out. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm going to go get this work done and. You guys figured out, but he's always thinking about like the other people around him. You talk about the the belts being the they might unify them, and yeah. you know how the first ever yeah. undisputed champion was Chris, Chris Jericho, Jericho, and how he's been back and forth with WWE so Crazy, many times, yeah. right? And now he's back again. He's doing he his is. tenure again, and he had a match with Bray Wyatt last night. He did. Uh, I was underwhelmed. I'm not going to lie. Like, I think the crowd was, too. Yeah, like, I going in, it was... I, I would have said, looking at that card, that is going to be your match in the night. And I don't know what happened. Like, I don't know if it was because the match was very slow and methodical, and maybe they were trying to put a little bit too much psychology into yeah. it. And maybe that's the match they wanted was a slow match because, I mean, this could be a feud that could go on for two or three more pay-per-views. So maybe they didn't want to, like you know, show all their cards up front. Maybe they wanted it to be a slower match, so then the next one will be more intense, maybe throw a stipulation on it, something like that. But I just, I was really underwhelmed, and 
I'm a huge Chris Jericho. Mark. Oh yeah, I'm same a huge here. Bray Wyatt, Mark. Me too. So it's like these are two guys I wanted to see go at it, and I just I walked away from it going. Mm. Like, you know what I was surprised? Yeah. I was surprised Chris Jericho won. I was too. Because he's he's he, the only time he's ever really been back, he's been jobbing a lot. Yeah. And that, he was known as the jobber like yeah. for a long time because yeah. he was just he'd come back as job for people. He yeah. Because he's know. like, I don't, I've won everything. I don't care. Like, I want to help these younger Hell, kids out. Fandango yeah. beat Chris Jericho remember? at WrestleMania. Like, yeah. I mean, he was jobbing people, and yeah. I felt like Chris Jericho was burnt out. And yeah. you know, he's he's being really successful with his podcast and whatnot. And he's had some really cool shows he did, yeah. like that Robot Wars or whatever. Yeah, like, he's done some really cool yeah. stuff. So he's, you know, he's a jack of all trades. He's got his Fozzie band and whatnot. Yeah. So he's like really busy. But like, I feel like Jericho is one of the few wrestlers that. That Vince feels comfortable with bringing him back. He can have only like a small yeah. contract and for a few months come back. And, and he lets him do what he wants. Like he's one of the guys that he can just go out there and say what he wants on the mic. Like they're not right. scripting his stuff. Nope. They they let him do what he wants. And I just I don't, I don't know. Like I I th- I really thought going into that match, if I was going to predict it, I would have said that Bray Wyatt would have won, but it would have been like shenanigans. Like the rest of the right. Wyatt family came in and something happened. Yeah. And, but to have him win and win clean like that, yeah. I was just like codebreaker. Yeah, that was it. I, was I was like, like Whoa. wow, like I because where do you go from there? I mean, he, he got beat clean. He didn't cheat, you know. But also, you also got to give it up for Bray Wyatt too because the guy he's been injured, right? And so he was yeah. gone for a little while, and he 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 jobbed the Cena too. He, yeah, he even he lost the Cena a few times, and yeah. I was like, all right, that's you know, you got to give 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 him credit and whatnot. But the match was okay. Yeah, like I really, you know, I, I, to me it really underperformed because I expected a lot more out of that match, to be honest with you. I was like, well, I I don't know. I just expect a lot more. Like I expected fireworks and I got sparklers. So, and and I feel bad saying that because I love both of those guys. But, like, I, I don't know. I expected them to blow the roof off that place and burn the house down. And right. It just didn't happen. And another match that did not happen, Dean yeah. Ambrose and Seth Rollins. Oh, yeah. Which I was wanting to see that match. I, I did too, and like I was the most angry about not seeing that match because I love Dean Ambrose. Dean Ambrose has been around Ring of Honor. He's Forever. been around like everything. He's awesome. Yeah, he's, he's actually a really good wrestler. And yeah, he, I like this kind of spastic, kind of crazy. You know. Well, I, I've said it for a long time. He was doing the Heath Leather, Heath Ledger Joker from the Dark Knight before. Heath Ledger did the oh, yeah. Joker for the Dark Knight, and that's kind of the character that he always does. And I like it. And seeing him like last night throwing the dude in the trunk and then driving away with him in the back of the car, <laughs> dude. Now I was wondering because you we said something earlier yeah. about like the WWE just destroying stuff, but like they they ended up busting that windshield. I don't know if that was intentional or not because the way he lifted him out, yeah, they almost looked like he kind of slipped a little bit and then yeah. he fell on it because it, it, it busted. Yeah, it busted. I was like, oh, you can't be driving down or you know Tampa with a busted. Well, window, you, you know, know because <laughs> where because we've been there a ton of times. Where they pulled out of is like the back of the arena. Oh, was it? Oh, yeah, okay. it's the back of the arena, and that street they pulled on is like this little side street, and I'm sure that they had, because they knew what time they were going to do that, and they always have cops and stuff there. I bet they shut down, because it's a very small street, and if like, they had to shut it down for 20 minutes, oh, okay. it's not going to be that big, big a deal. deal. Yeah. So they probably just did it long enough for them to pull out there, and then when they were like cut, then he probably came it back in. It looked good, though. I mean, I, I, yeah. I, I want to see that match, though, so I'm hoping we'll get to see that match, because well, they're both really good. And, yeah. and ever since the Rollins split from the Shield, which yeah. you know that, you know, I love the Shield. I thought yeah. I love those, I love those guys. And and now it's good to see Roman Reigns getting getting a push and whatnot. But I felt like you know, 
you know, Rain- Rollins and Reigns were together before as a tag team. Yeah. And when they weren't in WWE yeah. and whatnot. So it's kind of interesting to see what Dean Ambrose and Rollins, because they, you know, Rollins has really gotten a push before he, he jumped, the, um, before he actually, you know, split from the Shield. He was right. getting a pretty good push. People were, they were making him do all these high flying acrobatics yeah. and that Shield. Evolution match, uh, Elimination Chamber oh, yeah, was, was fantastic. Awesome. Yeah. You know, like I really liked that match, and, and Rollins was still on the show, so I still want to see that match. So, well, actually, and 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 not to toot my own horn, but I called it last night because I said yeah. there's no way they're going to give this match away on pay per view for free. They're going to save this till SummerSlam. I said I don't know how they're going to do it, but there's going to be some sort of shenanigans, and I, I at least felt good about that because I was like, there's no way they're going to give it away on this pay per view. Wait for SummerSlam, build it up for a month, make it because even the match itself was kind of thrown together like last minute, True. like yeah. a week before the pay per view. And I'm like, no, build it for a month. You need to build it, and that's yeah. something that WWE is known for doing well is to build yeah. up hype. Yeah, you know, you always have those promos. They'll cut in between commercials and do all this stuff and like really build it. You you called it like you said. Yeah. You know, they're going to do something. Find a way to. Well, you know. I just figured, why give that match away for free? And right. the the other reason I'm really glad that it ended that way was because um, Seth Rollins was gone and the briefcase was gone because I was afraid, okay, they're going to beat down Cena. Cena's going to be all beat up. He wins against all odds. And then now Seth Rollins is going to come out and, like, try and cash in. And I'm like, that's not... That's not good. No, because, I mean, I I like Seth Rollins, but you don't want Seth Rollins headlining your second biggest pay-per-view of the year, SummerSlam. You know what I mean? Like. He's not putting asses in the seats. No way. Yeah. We know Cena's going to be. Yeah. still have the championship. Exactly. And not that I dislike the kid. I think the kid's got a lot of talent, but oh, he's yeah. just not. He's not ready for that. And yeah. I, I, I love the Money in the Bank, but yeah. I also feel like Money in the Bank lately has been a double-edged sword. A Jack Swagger's a prime example of they hot potatoed the belt to this person with the Money in the Bank, and they're not ready for it. And yeah. I would rather see. You know, hopefully, if we get lucky and Seth Rollins does win the title at some point, that he's ready for it and he can actually run with it and do some. You know what I mean? Like do some stuff with it and be ready for the yeah, and, re- and have a good title reign. Like I don't want him to have like a two month title reign and then oh he lost the belt. Well, I speaking of Cena, we yeah. uh, we're getting into the before we get into that match, we have one more match, which is the Intercontinental. Oh, the Battle Royal, which was a lot better than I thought it would be. It was a lot better, but I also think. WWE running out of ideas because I feel like they've just been battle royal happy lately. Because I always thought like yeah. the Royal Rumble was special because it was the, the battle the, royal. The, yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, you had that match, but you had the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Yeah. You have this match. You had another match. I think you had another one before that on Raw yeah, at some point like, for something yeah. to become. I think it was for it to determine who was going to be the number one contender for the Intercontinental. You know, and then it was it, just, they've been having a lot of them. Like they've been I, like <laughs> it has been a battle royal bukaki, if you will. Uh, yeah, as it's of like. true. <laughs> it's true, and I felt like it's a lot. I, I also feel like. I don't know when to overstay its welcome, but I mean, I do think it has benefits. Like, it gives people work that yeah. would normally be in a pay-per-view. Like, all those guys got the pay-per-view paycheck. Right. And, like, I mean, hello, Zack Ryder sighting. And then Xavier Woods was there, too. Right. And it was like, well, at least those guys got pay-per-view checks, which they wouldn't get. Same thing with, look at poor Layla and Summer Rae. They both got uh, pay-per-view checks because they came mm-hmm. out in, in Adam Rose's posse at the beginning of the night, which is cool. That's true. But, yeah. You know, I think it is a good opportunity. I do like Battle Royals just because if you're watching with a non-wrestling fan, it's the easiest thing for them to understand. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, you just got to throw the guy out. If they get get fall out and their legs, you know, their feet touch the floor, they're out. So that's why I think 
more people, at least in our group of friends, enjoy the Royal Rumble, I think, more than WrestleMania. And we usually get a better turnout for my Royal Rumble pay-per-view than WrestleMania, even though I buy all that food and everything. Right. People want to see that match, and plus, especially for like people's girlfriends and people that aren't real big wrestling fans, mm-hmm. like they can watch that match and enjoy it. Oh yeah, and still have oh, yeah. a good time and like yeah. get what's going on. I just don't want them to be like, all right, every two months we got a battle royal, yeah. and it's gonna just kind of yeah. Know. It, no, it, it's not special anymore after that. Like you know, it, that's why the Royal Rumble was so special because they did it once a year. But like literally in the span of probably six months, we've had a, a dozen of them. It seems and I'm like. I'm okay with if they keep the Andre the Giant battle Memorial Battle yeah. Royal. That's a mouthful. Uh, if they keep that match, that's cool at WrestleMania. I'm fine with that. But I, I feel like, you know, if you hit the major, I don't know. I, I just think Battleground, they just, they wanted to get something to excite people, I think, yeah. is what they, why they did it. I see why they did it. Although I didn't see the ending the way. I did not predict that ending. Oh, with The Miz and everything? Yeah, I did not see it because I thought I thought they were going to have Sheamus win because they can unify the championships, right? I was like, all right, well, now he's got the, yeah. the two titles and they're going to unify it or do whatever. Well, the Didn't only reason it. I saw it that way going in is just because I'm like, well, if you get whoever's feuding with Sheamus to have the title, then they can have a unification match at SummerSlam because I'm like, okay, they're not going to unify the titles at a throwaway pay-per-view like Battleground. Like, that's going to be at a major, like a major four pay-per-view. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not, at least in my opinion. I, I actually was not very happy with the, the ending because I was like... All right, Dolph Ziggler. Yes, he's gonna win. Yeah, and I, was, I love, Dolph, I love Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler. I know there's some haters out there, and he's had some issues with Vince and whatnot. But he's 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 working his way back. He's getting his way. I think he's pretty much out of the dog. In my opinion, I think he's pretty the crowd much out loves of the dog. him. Oh, there's they, not yeah. ever since he's been back, the crowd has dug him. Oh, like yeah. he's so energetic and so fun to watch, and like he's essentially a young Billy Gunn. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like uh, he's he's got like that. Uh, he uses the famous sir exactly, yeah. but he's really energetic and fun, and and he, he's high intense, high energy, and he really got pushed over. He really got pushed over with the audience when he was feuding, yeah. you know, and when he had Biggie and and, uh, AJ. and AJ. That was an awesome yeah. arc for him. Yeah, that really catapulted him, in my opinion, from yeah. just being kind of like a mid tier guy or whatever. Yeah. And I always feel like he's always teased at winning championships. He he yeah. he almost won it against Biggie, and yeah. he, you know. And I was like, ah, you know, because yeah. I love that feud too. Yeah. Uh, but they it just he. I'm going to be honest. I didn't see Miz. I was not paying attention enough. I guess I see, didn't see. I was, you just saw it. I'm a big Miz mark. Like, I like Miz, I, but I've I liked just... Miz since he was on like the challenge and road rules. Real world oh, so do I. He's fine. I just so, yeah. He's and he's all. He's done 100 percent full heel turning. Oh yeah. Like he was kind of a tweener. Yeah. There for a minute, but now he's just full on heel and and I dig him. So I was kind of the I crowd like that, though. But... I don't know. I, I don't even know if the crowd loves to hate him. I just don't know what the crowd thinks of the Miz ever since he's been back. But he hasn't been. But he's only been back like a month. Not he hasn't even, been like, fully back. Weeks. You know, yeah, he's not... he just got done filming that new Marine movie, the Marine Four or whatever. Whatever so. it is, yeah. So we'll see where that goes. Um, it could be an interesting feud later on. Mm. Um, but finally, the battle, the final of the night was the Fatal Four Way, which we hadn't yeah. seen a Fatal Four Way in a while, right? Has... I, I I can't tell you to be a hundred percent sure, but it just seems like it's been a hot minute since it has we've been. had a yeah. Fatal Four Way, especially one where it seemed like the odds were stacked so much against Cena. Because I mean, you of course you knew Randy Orton and Kane were going to be with the Authority, but you kind of didn't know where Roman Reigns was going to go. Because, and the audience was so for Roman Reigns. Yeah, like, that like, night. like he was so over. Like I, I literally. Near the end of that match, I was like, because I'm like, you know, Cena's going to go. Yeah, but for a moment, gonna, you're like, but for like a like, half second, oh. I'm like, they could, they could pull a swerve and then have like the rematch on Raw the next right, night right, and then right. Cena get the belt back. Because when we were in high school, they were notorious for that. They were. Like, it yep. was, 
okay, Stone Cold versus The Rock. Rock beats Stone Cold, and then the next night on Raw, it would be the rematch, and then Stone Cold would get the belt back. So, yeah. like, when you watch the paper, you're like, oh, my God, Rock won. Yep. The next night, you're like, son of a bitch, Stone yep. Cold got it back. Yep. You know? Yeah. So. Yeah. So, the, those that I feel like uh, Cena had to win for a reason. Yeah. It's it, it's smart politics. It's smart business decision yeah. to keep him as the champion. Yeah. Even though I I really want Roman Reigns, but also you got to realize that that if you're Roman Reigns right now, like if you're him, you're like you're in the catbird seat, man. Like there there's nothing you can do wrong unless he people, gets when like, they made you the bad. number two person in Royal Rumble. Yeah. The final two. That's yeah. a huge saying. WWE is going, all right, we trust in you, kid. Like, we believe in you. Well, I think there's a little bit more to it than that. I think a lot of it's got to do with he's Rock's cousin. Cousin, true. And I think it's, if we keep him happy, we keep The Rock happy by proxy, so The Rock will come back and work with us more. But it, I, but I just, but the know. fact that they are doing that, it yeah. still shows a lot of faith that they have in him. And, and I feel like, you know, he's been in a lot of the main events lately, and I'm liking that. He, so. he has, and and I'll give him credit where credit's due, because when, when The Shield first came on the scene, I was a huge Dean Ambrose mark. Me too. And I still am. Oh, I, yeah. Out of the three of them, he's the one I like the most. But Roman Reigns is starting to grow on me, and he's definitely, like, he's showing that he's got skills, he's good on the mic, he can, he's really, like, Kind of coming into his own, if you will. Not that he wasn't good when he got there, but he's just getting those pieces in, to, to put in his toolbox to make him better. You know what and I mean? And how cool does that Superman punch look? That Superman it looks so really cool. Good. It's so simple, but he makes it look so, so good. good. Like 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 when when JBL had his close friend from hell. Like yeah. JBL made that close eye look good, good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I feel like. Roman Reigns has the look. He's charismatic. The chicks think he's hot. Yeah. Uh, the dude thinks he's awesome. He's badass. You know what I mean? He's he's still kind of mysterious. Like he's got that and that I, enigmic you know factor. Yeah. And, like, and yeah. I also think it's cool because that 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 Superman punch is a UFC move. It is. So I think it's kind of smart to take your finisher from something that's so popular right now, like UFC, and be like, you know what? This is a legitimate move that knocks guys out in legitimate fights. Oh, yeah. So let me use that as my finisher. It looks so cool the way he does it. He's so energetic. He's like... He's everything the Usos are, but times 10, like with the energy and all that. You know, I love it. And he... I I would not... It would not surprise me if he didn't wear gold someday. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And I almost and in, in, in I don't think it'll ever happen, but I would love to see him and the Usos get together and do some sort of maybe like a Samoan like Nation of Domination style feud. Oh yeah, that'd be like awesome. Like the, the the Samoan family or I don't know. Yeah. But have the three of them because they are, I think, quasi related. I um, think so. Yeah. You know, all work together and make some sort of like little that would be cool. Now I know they want to push him and be the singles guy, but I'm like Hell, if you can elevate your brothers along with you and your friends, then you know why not. But well, yeah, and I and I think with the guy that's on your shirt right now, yeah. you're wearing a a shirt that has uh, CM Punk on it. Yeah, his symbol, his uh, holding the lightning bolt. With oh the, yeah, with the uh, straight edge stars there. Um, I personally, do you think the WWE needs him right now? Yes, I think the reason why they need him. It's because they're in the toilet. They are because if you think about it, if you look if you look back, the main reason Daniel Bryan got the push was yeah. because CM, CM Punk, Punk was left. Gone. Exactly, and of course, you know uh, Cena has been injured and back and forth and whatnot. But now that Cena's back full time, the crowd, like you said, there's always this mix. It's a mixed bag with Cena, yeah. and you need one other person. Like Cesaro was getting a push when he was with Heyman, yeah. and uh, Cesaro's still good when he's solo, but yeah. they haven't really been utilizing him a lot lately. So who no. is the main guy right now? I mean, you see that Cena side. Yeah. If who Who is your main guy that you're putting in the seats? See, I don't know because it, it, the the next person 
I would say personally would be Brock Lesnar, but he's not there all the time. Um, and he might not be there much longer because supposedly he he's training and wants to go fight for UFC again. Mm. And now this is all dirt sheet conjecture, rumor mills, take it with a grain of salt. Supposedly, whatever his new contract was he did with WWE had it in there to where he could go fight UFC. Oh, okay. So it was like they had to work the contract out with Dana White and with Vince McMahon. Now, like I said, that's all dirt sheet rumor you know, who knows? It could be a bunch of horse s. But I see him wanting because if I was him and I was in his shoes, I'd want one more run at my title, at yeah. my UFC title. Because literally, he's got maybe a two, three year window left of where he's going to be able to compete in the UFC at that level. Because the guys that are in the heavyweight division now are just mon- they're monsters. Oh yeah, I mean they're huge and they're young. So mm. for him to be able to go and fight like a Dos Santos and people like that, he's going to need to do it within the next year or two or he's just done. But let's fast forward okay. to August 17th, 2014, SummerSlam okay. from uh, Staples Center in Los Angeles, California. It's like the fifth year in a row they've done it from L.A. What's the main event? Obviously, we know Cena is doing something. He's going to go against... Cena and Lesnar. Cena and uh, Lesnar. I would say, for sure. But put that match aside. Okay. What would be another compelling match you'd like to see at, at SummerSlam? Man, if if we're going the straight up fantasy, fantasy, fantasy booking Give it to group, me. yeah, I would want some big tag team match. But I'd almost go ahead and say, let's just throw caution to win and do a straight up TLC and do like that would be amazing. Do do yeah. Usos, do Wyatts, and then you're gonna want another team in there. But I'm not th- right back, Sol. No, uh, and I don't want the the Luchador kids. No. I've got the third tag team, and Who's I can't it? believe I forgot it. Stardust. Oh, yes! <laughs> How yeah, awesome would that be? That's the, the best. Star, that's it. That's it. That's it. That's you, it. We forget about them because they only cut a promo. They at, cut uh, a promo, and they, they've done matches. And I'll tell you what, Cody Rhodes oh, is the man. most entertaining he's ever been in his entire career this is right gonna now. Be, this has uh, uh, rejuvenated his character. Oh, totally. It's awesome. Totally. And his brother. It's rejuvenated his brother's life. Like, he is 100 yeah. times better shaped than he was before. But I'd, I'd say the three of those in a TLC match. Because for me, SummerSlam, in my opinion, the, the Big Four isn't what the Big Four used to be. Because right. the Big Four used to be Survivor Series, SummerSlam, WrestleMania, Royal Rumble. Survivor Series is a joke. Like, I can't remember, like, the last two or three times they would put the Survivor Series match, like, the week before. Like, they're all before true, the pay-per-view. True. They'd throw in a Survivor Series yeah. match. I'm like... That's what the whole damn pay-per-view is yep. named after. That's like if you didn't name everybody in the Elimination Chamber match until, like, the Raw before the match. I'm like, what are you doing? Right. So that one's out. And I really think it's Money in the Bank. I love Money in the Bank. Money yeah. in the Bank is my favorite pay-per-view now, probably awesome. all year besides Royal Rumble, because anything can happen at that pay-per-view, which I really, really enjoy. And I'm... I really wish that they would still add another Money in the Bank to WrestleMania instead of having that battle royal that they had because i think that worked better and i don't see any problem with them having two briefcases briefcases floating around even if there is only one title but i digress um so with it being one of your big four pay-per-view SummerSlam, i want big marquee matches like i want stuff where it's like take my money like i want to see this and there's no combinations right now that i can think of that really knock my socks off even the cena um 
Brock Lesnar match really isn't knocking my socks off because right. we've seen it before. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think it would be one thing if Brock won the last time, but the last time they had that match, you know, Cena won. And it's like, oh, great, Super Cena again. Yeah. So, I don't know. There's nothing that's, like, making me want to, you know, run out and buy it. Thank God I've got the WWE Network, so exactly. I don't have to run out and buy it. But. Exactly. Well, we could go on forever about uh, WWE, and so we'll, we'll have, this is not the first top time we'll talk about no, WWE no. Uh, on this podcast. But I feel like this is a good point to kind of be like, all right, we talked about Battleground and our love of wrestling, obviously. Yeah. If you couldn't tell already, we both yeah. love wrestling. And I feel like at this point... Well, there's a lot more we could talk about in the oh, future, sure. and usually I think what we could do uh, is maybe do some special episodes, like a little preview before SummerSlam yeah, or like something a like SummerSlam that. SummerSlam preview show, I think that'd be a really great cool. Idea. Yeah. yeah, so we'll do one of those. But at this point, uh, Deuce, what's your Twitter? It's at all things Deuce, and Deuce is spelled uh, D-U-C-E. So yeah. that's at all things Deuce on the Twitter machine. And I'm uh, Johnny J O H N N Y underscore Womack W O W O M A C K. And uh, those you can definitely uh, follow us there on on Twitter and, and, and shoot us some questions, especially sure. if there's like topics you want us to discuss or maybe even questions you have for us. Uh, it, should we make hashtag wrestling questions or something? Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, because yeah. we're going to be talking about a, a myriad of topics when it comes to yeah. the happy hour. But yeah. we decided this first episode to talk about you know something that we've loved since we were little little kids, yeah. and uh, and this is something that we were really passionate about that we don't get to really talk. To a lot of people about all the time, yeah. so it's kind of one of those things where you know we all have our little, our little our uh, niche of people that friends. are like the the wrestling fans. Exactly. And thank good goodness we're actually lucky that we have as many friends of ours that actually like wrestling as we do. True. You know, a lot of people aren't that fortunate, but it would be nice to actually hit the the because I know there's the IWC out there, there's the internet wrestling community that's out there that listens to shows like this, and I'd sure. love to hear from some of that community out there. Sure, definitely, and uh, at. We'll uh, we'll probably have a Facebook page uh, soon and a YouTube channel soon, but we're mainly from now. We're just going to do YouTube, Facebook, and then we'll just keep our own Twitters. And if we do something else future later on, but we're yeah. just, this is our infancy stage yeah, of this, this uh, is podcast. Baby steps. We're still yeah. we still got the training wheels. So we do right. appreciate listening to this episode of the Happy Hour. Uh, I am Johnny Womack, and we have Deuce here. Yes, sir. So uh, we will uh, catch you guys on the flip side, and you have an excellent day. Anything else you want to say, Deuce? Yeah, man. Deuce is on the loose. Deuce is on the loose. Hashtag Deuce Deuce is is on on the the loose. loose. Later.